the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. I just love the Lord's Prayer. Why do I love it so much? It's simple, it's practical, it's straightforward, and it's something that we can do every day. Stay with me. Here's part of the sermon on the Lord's Prayer. Because we want to take control, don't we? We want to fix it. We want to change it. We want to strive to make it all happen. We want to work harder. We want to do it all. But His ways are up here, and he can see everything. And when we just let him lead, we have the results that we actually want to see happen. (laughs) You know, I remember uh, literally days before they closed all the airports uh, for coronavirus. And it was Friday. I had our team ready to go to Kenya. And when I say ready, I mean, I was packed. We had had our final meeting. We had paid our dues. We had our tickets. We had sweat and prayer and tears over this trip. And it was Friday night, and I was talking to my father-in-law. And you have to see, my father-in-law is one of those great earthly fathers as well. Uh, utmost utmost respect for him. And I, 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 he's so much wisdom from that man. And I don't know that I've ever balked at many of the things that he said to me, you know? And we're on the phone, and, and Dad says, uh, you're probably not going to Kenya. And I just remember, oh, no, I'm going. God told me to go. You don't know how important this is to me. You don't know how, this was a calling. This was a, a purpose. This, was, this is planned. I've spent hours. I said, no, no, there's a way we will get, we will get there, you know? And he's like, it's probably not going to happen, Jennifer. I just remember getting off the phone. I was still fighting. I was still fighting with the Lord, and I was so irritated that, you know, it seemed callous to me. Like, don't you know this is something God asked me to do? Oh, anyway, so the next day, I remember calling our executive pastor, Ed, and he was like, "Eh, you're probably not going, Jennifer. So now it's Saturday. And, and so finally, I, I still would not give it up. And I, I called the, the guy that does all our international shots. And uh, I, he's, I, I talked to him and he said, well, Jennifer, if you were my daughter, you wouldn't be going to Kenya on Monday or whatever the day was. And I knew in that moment it was a no. And I just remember <laughs> flopping into the bed and bawling my eyes out. And I was like, God, I don't get it. I thought you wanted this, you know? I thought that was something you had planned. I'm confused. But his ways are higher. His, his, his thoughts are higher. 
we don't always know why. We don't always get everything. We don't always understand everything. And I thought, nobody in the entire world but God knows how much this meant to me. And he's saying no. But he did. And you know what? Now we get to go (laughs) this April, and it's going to be fabulous. We're actually going to take 25 people to Kenya to see our orphanage. And it's going to be opening your orphanage. (laughs) How cool is that? (laughs) Oh, I want to talk about that like the whole time, but I know we can't. So anyway, (laughs) we'll stay with our, with our plan. Okay. So our father who art in heaven, his ways are higher. His thoughts are higher. Sometimes he says, yes, no, maybe wait, whatever. Um, holy is his name. You know, it says in 1 Peter, this was a verse I wanted to give you to write in your notes. 1 Peter 16 to 17, he challenges you. He says, be holy as I am holy. And then he goes on and it says, because of our father. It's directly linked in that passage. Peter's saying, be holy as I'm holy because our father in heaven is holy. Boy, what a charge, right? But we see... Hallowed be thy name. I I just never got that word hallowed as a kid, did you? I was like, hallowed, Hmm. Halloween, nope, nope. Uh, Hallowed, it means holy. Holy is his name. He's always been holy. God has never not been holy. And we want to behold him, holy, holy, holy. What we have to make the decision at this point in the prayer is not that we're, we're, we're declaring that he is because he already is and was. We're saying I'm going to regard you as holy in my life. I'm regarding God as holy. Uh, There's a reverence there. There's a respect there. There's an awe. And we regard him as holy. And Peter takes it a second step. Peter says to be holy as I am holy. And I think about where we're at in our culture. I think about where we're at. Do Do we still honor and regard and revere him as holy? Some things are precious. Some things are valuable. And he designed them. He got to pick. You know, our marriage, a man and a woman in a holy estate of matrimony, that's a marriage and that's precious. And we have to see, we serve a holy God. And he says, that's precious. What about in the womb? What about the knitting? Don't you love Jeremiah 1? He's like, I knit you in the womb. I formed you in that dark spot. Think about that. We have a holy God in the womb knitting. He's in there. He's putting on toenails. He's in there. He's making eyeballs. He's knitting in that secret place. He's in there and he's like, okay, boy. This one's a boy. This one's a girl. He's knitting. There's a precious, precious, valuable thing happening because a holy God determined that he is in charge of the womb and he's knitting in there. He's our knitter. And so for me, when I say holy is your name, it covers a lot of things that we have lost and we have forgotten And we have to remind ourselves, and that, I guess that's why it's a really good prayer to pray every day. We have to remind ourselves some things are precious and valuable, and we we can't forget that because we serve a holy God. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So what does that mean? His kingdom to come. 
You know, as you go through this prayer, I'm hoping you're going to break it down like that and expand on it, each little piece. It's great to do at night in bed when you can't sleep. Maybe you're counting sheep or have a lavender diffuser, but no, do the Lord's Prayer and break it down like this, piece by piece. And when you get to your kingdom come, say, Lord, I want the things of heaven down here on earth. I want your ways. You know, you, what, what does that even mean? I mean, I think about, okay, some of you guys love basketball and football. And I, I love a good ball game better than anybody else. One time, I literally jumped off the bleachers at the winning score to one of our kids' games. I love a good ball game. But you, you, you have your team, right? You have your jerseys. You have your Buckeye. You have, some of you have even invested in a Buckeye basement. Like you have your whole basement as Buckeye, right? Or Michigan or, or whatever. Uh, maybe Tennessee. Who has Tennessee? And that's your team. <laughs> but you love your team, right? And you, you know their colors. And all of your friends know your team. Who, who doesn't know the team that you root for, right? Everybody. You even host parties at your house, to watch your favorite team. And I think that that's perhaps the poor illustration of the kingdom, but something that I could think about to share with you because everyone should know that you're part of the kingdom. Everyone should know. It should be bold. They should know. You should host small group in your home. You should have people to your home for prayer. You should have your home as a place where the kingdom comes, where you pray around the dinner table, where you gather and kneel at your bed with your family, you kneel at your couch with your spouse, this, your home, just in the same way as we let all those fun ball games, and I'm, I'm for a great game, all those fun ball games into the home. Your home should have the kingdom right there in your home, the kingdom to come. And you know, well, what else is the kingdom? Well, the kingdom is so cool. I mean, it is as exciting as the ball game. Have you ever witnessed someone who has been demon-possessed and God sets them free? That is exciting. It doesn't get better than that. Everywhere Jesus went, he delivered people. He delivered them. Have you ever seen someone's prayer answered? Have you been healed? The kingdom, everywhere Jesus went, he was saving people. He was healing people. He was delivering people. It was incredible. They were praying. That's the kingdom. And it's fun. It's exciting. Sometimes I think we just make it, you know, like, oh, I've got to go to church again. (laughs) You know, the kingdom is, you know, you can pray for people in your your school, in your workplace, in in your living room, in your church, in your Sunday school class. But it's here. And we want to pray if we're not seeing it. Like, if you're not seeing it, like, God, your kingdom come. I want to see it today. That's why I like praying this prayer every day. Like, I want to see your kingdom today. Who wants to see the kingdom today? Who's excited about the kingdom? Are we excited? Come on. The kingdom of God. Where would we be without it? It's so beautiful. I can't even imagine life without it. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. Oh, boy, now it stumps us up. I was all, like, you know, super excited about your kingdom coming. Now it's like, your will be done. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Boy, how can uh, the tiniest prayer be so power-packed that it needs three messages this weekend? This is the tiniest little prayer. Your will be done 
is when we go before God in reverent submission, reverent submission, we're like on our face, it's where you want us to go. It's where, how you want us to spend our time. It's what you want us to do. This is a surrender point. This is, uh, I have, you know, great ideas and things and plans. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm always, <laughs> are you guys like that? You know, stuff and I'm going and I'm doing and then, and, and, but it's his will be done. And he gets to pick, he gets to choose. And so you have to say, okay, Lord, I lay all of that at your feet. Your will be done. Your will be done. And sometimes it's bigger than the daily things, isn't it? It's something really big. I really wanted this job or I really wanted this, uh, you know, this relationship thing to work or, or something really big. But if you're staying really tight with the Lord, you can say, your will be done. I, I, I submit it to you. I mean, it, sometimes it feels like the cross, doesn't it? When you actually pray that for God's will to be done instead of your plan, I mean, that's where we get it, isn't it? The Garden of Gethsemane. As you're going down that Mount of Olives, this beautiful garden, I mean, those olive trees are gnarly and old, and you just imagine Jesus there. He's saying to the disciples, can't you pray with me one hour? All of this stuff, and he's like, Lord, your will be done. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.